0: Coming up on Jess Elders Podcast.
1: Financially, in the same thing that they are saying about men, they need to apply themselves. If you're not in a financial position mm-hmm. to take preaching. care of yourself, now you, you don't need to be in the
2: dating arena. Now you're Because preaching. now you're borderline. Um, I think it was more so just the energy and the conversation and because of the mental space that I was in. Um,
0: so you used me. Uh,
2: no. All right, keep going. Okay. Even though I paid
0: for it? Ooh. Okay. If you're listening out there,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was special with you too.
3: You
0: know, you know, Coming from oh, the person yeah. with the least amount of dating experience in the world Well, let okay. me tell you keep something. Going. Your mama been real
1: busy after 30 years of marriage, and that is why this is the first right. relationship. Don't let, don't let no. dad jump
0: over the no. table. No. <laughs> Mama, mm-hmm. what make you give up the yams? Um,
1: let now, no, no, no. let now, don't cut my mind. But let me tell you, <laughs> so of it, and so now
2: here we are.
0: Is this your apology? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Audrey,
2: <laughs> <just letting laughs> your it was not my intention.
4: <clears throat> ready?
0: Born ready.
4: Story time, story time. Little mama walked in with all the authority. Just like, boom, boom, boom. His was like, boom, boom. I was like, ooh, boom. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. I walked in, she walked by. Man, I swear that's insane. She's a 10, look at them eyes. She looked just like, what's her name? Oh, she got the brains But I went home. But then I came back the next day I walked in, I said hi I think that that James is insane She just looked at me and said Baby, I already know your name I said wait, how's that? She said, you know that you that man I said, you know you that lady with the hands. Yeah, you got yams, yams You got yams, 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 You got yams, yams. you got yams you got-
0: What's up family, it's your boy Eldridge and you are tuning in to the Just Eldridge podcast, the greatest podcast that ever hit the airwaves. I say that every time because I mean it every time because each show gets better and better. Um, but I've never been excited about a show like I am about this one. Um, before I get into why I'm excited, let me just say, I just left, uh, I'm a man of my word. I just left the Blood Community Church with Dr. F. Keith Slaughter. My boy was going in. Uh, it was a great sermon. Um, the choir was definitely rocking. And it, it's good to be a part of a real black church. Like You know what I'm saying? It's just a very African-centered church. The message from the djembe drums to, uh, I mean, just the African traditions. Like, when you go to churches like that, you learn something every Sunday. And you, Because we are, well, I know I'm personally so disconnected from all of our rich culture and history. And there's so much to learn. So I appreciate churches like yours, yeah, slaughter. I will be back. 2021. Uh, that's the <laughs> next time I'm going to church. Uh, <laughs> next I'm going to be going to uh, my boy Lewis Church. And you know what? I want to say this. Because y'all Negroes. Like I put out a call for. Uh, what you call it? Reviews. And we ended up getting like 15. So this week I would like if you review show up, sit with me in church. I was going to fill up your tank and buy you lunch. And nobody came. I ain't even going to lie. The way my account set up, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> 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 you know? But I was prepared to honor my word if you did. So I appreciate y'all for not showing up. But uh rate and review this episode. Let's jump right into it. Um I get one critique of from this podcast people don't complain about me being country they don't complain about me being cussing or being vulgar they do complain about i don't bring on enough ladies and let me tell y'all why i don't one i just got a lot of real men in my life and it's easy i can call brothers at the drop of a dime yo bro show me up show up here at this time there's no questions, if ands, but they just gonna show up. Um my sisters on the other hand, sometimes they be a little, wet time? How long it gonna be? What are we talking about? Is it on camera? It just be a lot. And I'm just not there yet. This is a a very this is like a fun hobby. Like we ain't we just show up and we have fun on the mic. But this week I said I was gonna do something different. And I try to be in room with men because I grew up with all sisters. Anybody know my story? I got four sisters. I'm a mama's boy, so I was around women my whole life. So it's always fun be around brothers. But this week, I'm going back to my roots. Studio full of sisters. And I'm excited about the conversation we're gonna have. So the first person I want to introduce is my best friend, girlfriend. So anybody know me, David Toombs is my best friend. We've been rocking for I don't know how long. This person that if I kill somebody, he gonna help me bury the body. And David was like, hey bro, I really feel like your podcast will go to the next level if you interview my girlfriend. And I was like, nigga, no, I don't want to interview your girlfriend. I'm like, nah bro. like for real bro. she's dope. I'm like, nigga, you supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the opportunity arose, and you know I met her. We love her. We don't met her. She has been around for a while now. So, love, please introduce yourself to the people. Your name, your age, and how you feeling today.
5: I love you too, <laughs> Cher Lisa Jackson. Want to know my age? I'll be thirty five in March. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm Pisces team all day. I'm feeling great. Great. feeling great i did come from church to be here too so you we were on the same page yeah, yeah <laughs>
3: cool. I th- and, and
0: charlie she was here early early yeah i think you beat keith here so <laughs> I, I like that yeah. i like them early <laughs> folks um this next person i want to bring on the podcast so we're in episode nine let me just say that episode nine that's a big deal nine weeks in a row and i feel like we nine and oh we don't want every episode um but episode one, I told a story, and I was talking about going on a date with a young lady, and uh my car when well, we went to go we met each other, we had this amazing day my um we went to get pedicures, and my card declined. This is my first time meeting her card declined, and she had to pay for it. It was like that was a special moment for me, you know what I'm saying, so. This young lady, she's on the podcast today with me. She actually agreed. We were talking on the phone, and I just, we made this deep discovery, um, and I'm like, man, we got to talk about it on the pod. Troy actually said it. Troy was listening to the conversation. here, like, nah, you need to bring her on the com- podcast to talk about this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to give a round of applause to my ex-potential girlfriend. <laughs> I like to call her cool-ass jazz, <laughs> What's up, Jasmine? Hi, y'all.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell the tell people your name, your age. How you feeling today?
2: Um, okay, so my name is Jasmine. I'm 27 years old, and I'm feeling good. I'm a little nervous, but for the most part, I'm feeling good. Why are you nervous? I don't know. <laughs>
0: See, and everybody that listening that know me, the fact that I was trying to holler at a young girl is a big deal. You know, I don't talk to no young girls. I be on the old ladies, So mm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we'll get into it, though. He gonna drag
3: me up. Drank. <laughs> Drank. <laughs> last but not least um
0: i honestly have been knowing this person longer than anybody in life to be exact 29 years nine months <laughs> you <laughs> carried me <laughs>
5: no charge
0: no char- no nah, she been charging the shit out of me, <laughs> Hold on, let, me let me clarify that <laughs> y'all i got my mama on the podcast y'all my number one listener my number one fan the woman to say i always the only person that listens to the podcast i got my mother the beautiful, amazing Paulette Washington. How are you feeling,
3: love?
1: I am feeling wonderful and I am so excited. And it's so surreal to be here uh, having a conversation with your adult children. It is very, um, it's, it, it, be, it comes to be very difficult to explain how you raise children, they become adults, and then now you get to speak to them eye to eye as adults. Such an amazing thing.
0: So, Mama,
1: mm-hmm.
0: glad i um, thank you. Thank you for coming. I know you got to go to work in a minute, so we ain't gonna hold you.
1: That's all right. I take the
0: time. That's um, great. Also, I want to make a clarification. My mom on the podcast today, so we ain't gonna be doing all that fucking cussing. <laughs> 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 I' <laughs> so, yeah, gonna have some respect. <laughs> so look, so today's episode, I really wanted to just bring the sisters on and let's just have a talk. One of the unique thing, and, and Mama, how old are you?
1: I'm fifty.
0: Fifty. Okay. So it's a uh, variety, you know. what I'm saying age. We got twenty seven, thirty five, fifty. The one thing all these ladies have in common, they are single. And when I say single, how you file your taxes, you know. If you ain't married, you're You're single. single. So all these ladies are single. We're going to have a conversation because we recently had a very controversial moment online with a married woman, Fantasia. And she was just saying how most women are single because they not submitting to their man. They being so hard and, you know, they just need to learn how to let a man lead. And it was some women like women went in on Fantasia on that. Yeah, I seen the one coming like, didn't you bitch learn how to read? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> like, like I mean, women really like that word submit be like
3: uh, trigger <laughs> like, <laughs> like
0: women do not or well, some women some women there's a lot of women that do submit so we're, I just want to have a conversation about the dating climate of 2019 all of your age ranges all of your experiences and let's just get into it so first question um, mama let's talk about you you have been married you were married for how long 30 years 30 years who were you married to eldridge washington okay my daddy uh, <laughs> so you were married the pops for 30 years that's a long <laughs> ass time what time did you get married like what age i was 19. Woo. 19 Yep. married that's big like niggas don't do that no more like so you were 19 and married you married for 30 years now you out here single again like for you there's a movie there's this movie, uh, you remember that movie Blast from the Past? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the folk mm-hmm. lived underground mm-hmm. and the dude right. came mm-hmm. up. Like right. I feel like that's you in the dating world. Okay. Like, you've been living underground, like, you don't know what's going on, <laughs> and now you're out here. So, what is the dating climate for you now versus when, I mean, you really didn't experience you were 19, like right. so.
1: That's true. I didn't have a, a dating history, um a long dating history, and that was religious, and also um, um, because of my age. But this is what has been to me, and I think how you enter into the dating arena is very important. Um, as a woman who had been married, and I was happily married, um, but just because you're happily married don't always mean that it's gonna constitute longevity. And uh, and for me, for the woman I had become in those 30 years, my, lo- my marriage no longer served me well. And so I had to end it. Now, the way I exited my marriage in, in a way that was as respectful as I e- entered it, gave me a springboard to enter into the dating world.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't, uh, I wasn't trying to, I had to work through some issues, of, of having that person always uh, side of me, but I was very clear. I took the time to really start uh, finding my trigger things. And so as I approached men in the world, and, and and I say that again, most of the time I approach suitable suits. I had people to approach me all the time.
0: So you to the approach them.
1: Yeah, I, I My mama approach. My
0: here thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know what? And I, I do think one thing women have to be careful of is using other people's vocabulary to suit your situation. Because what I was, as you would say, um, most people would say you're thirsty. But I say it, I am able to identify and I don't waste time
0: okay okay mama dropping game on these young girls in here y'all better listen up god damn it Uh, all right so one more question before before we move on with you so you're dating now like so i ain't gonna lie watching my parents date has been the biggest entertainment i've had like just you know they've been married for 30 years and just watching their styles watching the women my men the women my dad are dating and me and my mama dating, like my mama brought around some carrots. It's like, I was, you remember that one nigga? You was embarrassed of.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was not that. See, my children, no, nah. they 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 this see nigga. somebody that I may have with me as someone I'm dating. Nah, no, that you, may be somebody I'm you having went a conversation. Out
4: multiple times with this nigga. Y'all this, was dating,
0: bro. No. I will call Paula right now. And you know what? This, this is loud. a thing. Again. <laughs> It's hey, about- baby, hey, hey, what's up, man? I, 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 I like you. Hey, <laughs> hey, your mama told me everything about you, man. You know, like that shit you doing, boy. <laughs> like- no,
1: this is the thing. Uh, again, allowing people's vocabulary mm-hmm. to describe your situation is not wise. When the mm-hmm. gentleman that, um, my son is talking about, you know, rest in peace. He's passed away now. Oh, damn. Yeah, he did. I,
0: I feel bad now.
1: <laughs> Well, you shouldn't. But when, when <laughs> I met him, I, I was very sad. I was very depressed um, because even though I had made a decision that was best for me, it did not mean I didn't have a serious mourning period. And... I had not laughed in such a long time. This is not a gentleman. I would have even considered myself as dating. And I think is you need to define what dating is to you. To me, if I meet somebody and we go somewhere, whether to have coffee or have an ice cream or have a conversation, I'm not dating you. I have met you, and I'm meeting you. When I consider myself dating you is when I give you the explicit, notification that well, at, at this moment and i do i truly know that dating verse
0: courting. like no not, no
1: no i don't see like so let me get one thing clear before we move i right. am single right now but i'm in a committed relationship it is the first time out of all the guys that i have met all the men i have met all the men that i have went out it's the first time that i have made a commitment to not involve myself with other men whether it be to go out to dinner with them or whatever or or interact with them in any way that would cause my boyfriend wendell to feel uncomfortable in that situation
0: shout out to wendell so why why um, he got money mm, well we'll talk about it we'll oh, talk uh, about it. I'm gonna come back I'm gonna <laughs> come
3: back alright going to Charlisa Jackson
0: so Charlisa this is why she, she brings an interesting perspective to this conversation um, she's not here for nepotism reason because she's my best friend girlfriend she's actually a relationship and sex therapist correct mm-hmm. yeah so wonderful she, yeah so she brings like a lot to the table on that I just wanna know uh, why David
5: why David <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Because she's a therapist and I know David. You know what I'm saying? I want to know if you know what you're talking about. Why David?
5: (laughs) Great great question. And, you know, kind of what Mama was saying, right? You have to be able to grow from a person and know that even though a person could be good to you, they may not be good for you. And when I was dating him, right, because we finally got to an opportunity where he wanted me to be his girlfriend before I was even thinking about that because I had... Nah,
0: don't try my breath. Nah, nah no, no. Brother, We've had a conversation. Brother, brother. We, we have
5: had conversations because my last relationship was 2015, and it was not a healthy one. And so coming from that, before I moved on to be in a committed situation, I needed wholeness, and I was not whole yet. So dating and trying to figure things out... These people out here, you know, I was not sold. So he came along, and he treated me with a lot of respect. He treated me with a lot of conversation, things that we were not going to become intimate at all until we had some kind of understanding of what it was that we were going to do in the future. Like, are you going to waste my time? Because there's more to life than food, like right. you got to give me investment properties and, okay. you know, <laughs> p- moving forward with my, my generational, you know, heritage that I could leave with you. Like, what are we going to be doing? Is that what you're looking for? And when he showed me that I didn't need to be a wife to a boyfriend, like I could actually move forward being okay in a space with just being a girlfriend. Like this is what comes with that because I think we jump into relationships and we think, this is what I have to do to keep him. Because that societally is like, oh, you need to cook, you need to clean. But first of all, even if I was your wife, I would not need to do those things. Those are things that I choose to do because of the relationship I choose to have. I could have an egalitarian situation. I could have a traditional situation. But for me, I chose to have something where we equally have an understanding. We have an understanding of financial, family, love all of the spiritual it was on the same page and when i saw that i knew that i wanted to be with him because other than that i was like um i'm about to be whatever i have no kids no ties to like anybody and like you mentioned earlier like i could just leave if i need to because I don't have any bearing to stay right here in this space. So that helped him understand what kind of woman I was, number one. And number two, being able to pick somebody who had his own stuff together. Because I'm not carrying anybody. I don't want anybody in a space where I have to pick you up and shape you. I need you to at least meet me halfway. I don't mind helping you get it, right? But I'm not going to be the reason that you have it, if that makes sense.
3: Okay.
0: I'm going to come back (laughs) to that. I'm going to come back to that last but not least cool ass jazz alright hold on let let Wendy bring his ass in close all the way close
4: all
0: the way way. now my mama boyfriend just came in so she started talking differently y'all know (laughs) 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 so so uh jazz talk to me um how do you choose someone you date? What did you see in me? <laughs> I told the story when we first met. You recant, you recant the moment, um, the day.
2: Well, first of all, to be honest, that date was the first date I had been on in years. And it was it really happened on some humbug type stuff. It was not planned, it wasn't intentional. I didn't even plan to leave the house that day. And I didn't look like I planned to leave the house that day too when I pulled up to the function. Um, I think it was more so just the energy and the conversation, and because of the mental space that I was in. Um,
0: so, you used I, me? No. Right,
2: okay. Even though I paid for it? Ooh.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> yes. right. okay. But I paid you back.
2: You did, You did. I appreciate you. I feel like it was still an even exchange. Um, I went to an even
0: and I paid you back.
2: What you mean? Uh, The energy. Like, you know, you're saying use you said I used you. Uh, you got you got good conversation out of it, did you not? You had a good time, did you not? As did I.
0: But did I get yams? <laughs> <laughs> naja he gonna kick it? We gonna, we gonna get into
2: that too. Um, I like as far it. as dating, I don't. I honestly, truthfully, don't have a lot of experience dating at 27 years old. I've never been in a relationship. Like I said, that was the first time I had really been out with somebody, um, and it wasn't planned. We were just talking at you know, at the function. He was funny. He was really funny. I like to laugh. I'm pretty funny too. Um, we did, we had a good conversation. He was like, you know, what you about to do? And I was like, well, I'm just going to get my nails done. He was like, I'm coming with you. He really invited himself to my, <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> to my day. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's go. The conversation was cool. Like, let's just hang out. Let's see where this goes. Um, and we kept talking. We, you know, we was feeling the vibes, uh, feeling the, each other's conversation and energy. Um, and then from the nail salon, we went on to the Keep talking, which I thought was like again, mind you, I have not been on a date in forever. You know, we the... it's super cute, and I'm I even told the group chat I was like, y'all, I left the house just to go get something to eat, and I ended up on this cute date. At the <laughs> town. Like, I was <laughs> like, of any of this. Um, so it was a fun, good time. Hey, look, she
0: can fuck me up, cause like that my little spot, I take all my little honey, So now, anybody <laughs> listening, my bad. people got to edit
3: that out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You didn't go to the park. <laughs> It had waterfalls. It was a vibe. It set me up. It was a vibe. I was like, "Oh, this
3: is cute." The city perfect. lights
2: were twinkling and everything. There was ducks in the pond. I was it's temptations. Like he was doing the most.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, he was doing oh. the
2: most. So I had a good old time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh. That's
0: good. If you're listening out there, (laughs) (laughs) it was special with you, too. (laughs) But I ain't going to lie, though. For the better that listen, I'm going to be real. It's a vibe. I'm just telling you, if if you come at night on something, the lights be hitting right, it's definitely a vibe. Y'all need to check it out. So, uh, yeah, so... I'm really saying, do I edit that out, or do we just keep this in the no, show? No, you keep, keep, it 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 itself. Itself. keep it real. Keep it real. Right. keep it real. Keep it real.
2: Keep
1: it real. You know, <laughs> you know why I so, think you uh, should keep it real? is because I think this is one thing, as women, we could advance ourselves, mm-hmm. is, is realizing when a gentleman meet you, or a man, or however you want your guy, when somebody approach you, I think it is totally unrealistic. For you to think you're the only one. Right. I think it's. There's only so many
0: parks in the city.
1: No, no. So if you find out, if you just, in this case, you had just met him, and to, to, it's no reason to edit that because it shouldn't even be an expectation that it wouldn't be other women he had taken Mm -hmm. there or. Are choosing to take because... I even because mentioned that. I even said that. I was like, exactly. oh, it's your little secret spot, huh? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Y'all
0: know I wasn't editing that out. So no, um, I, I know you wasn't, so but I'm
1: just saying, the point that I was making is I think, um, and, and I think as a woman, I had to learn this too when I first entered into the dating scene, mm-hmm. is you need to take all men that you meet initially as if they would do what they're doing with you for anybody they met. And you're not the only one, mm-hmm. because you can't. It is un, totally unrealistic that you would even go out with somebody four or five times, and you think now they have erased every mm-hmm. woman in their life. Mm-hmm. That is that is very immature expectations.
0: So, um, why when my car my car did decline, mm-hmm. why go on a second date? Because you sent me a, a cash out request, and I didn't pay it.
2: You sent yourself a cash out request oh, on yeah. my phone.
0: I did, I did. I sent you because I was like, man, I'm gonna pay you back. I was
2: because you want you was trying to save face and you was just so convinced that I'm really not this guy. <laughs> truthfully, I think that I'm somebody who is pretty, you know. I think I have a good spirit of discernment. Yeah. I truthfully did not think that he had ill intentions, and you know, he didn't even have his phone either. He didn't have a phone. He didn't have his wallet. He really didn't have anything. And I'm, you know, <laughs> I was I'm homeless. right. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I've been known to lose things and misplace things, so I get it and I understand. And, again, I did not think he had ill intentions. It happened. I mean, did I really want to pay for the whole thing? No, but it just was like I'm, I'm not going to. That wasn't really something that turned me off. I just was like, okay, well, we'll see. Um, You know, I even agreed to a second date before I got my money. Because I was just like, well, let's just see where this goes. You know, let's just see how this plays out. You know, and if on the second date it turns to be even worse, then okay, well, now I I know better for sure. Correct. Um, How was the second date. The second date was nice. Um, You came. You picked me up. I live far. Um, And another reason why I haven't been dating because I've been living with my mom and she lives far.
0: (laughs) No, mom, she living far
2: oh wow right. i know um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so i live far so i kind of pretty much just had to just pulled myself out the dating scene because i was just like it's not even worth the drive for anybody right <laughs> that's what he said to the first time we met um and he came he picked me up truthfully that was probably the first time in years or if ever that somebody had come to my house to pick me up
6: mm-hmm.
2: and then he came all the way to the queue to pick me up so i was impressed um then where do we go we were driving around trying to figure out where we were going. Then he pulled out the money and gave it back to me. We we had some jokes about it. Um, how I got how he got over me on the Hot Girl Summer. Um, <laughs> 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 hot boys was up. Um, we went out to eat. It was cool. We were chatting and then you know met met his favorite cousin.
4: Oh, we went to Fest.
2: Oh, Titty.
1: Oh yeah. I, I, I
2: don't need to call her that. It's Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We went to like so we did. I forgot we pulled up on yeah
2: We did. Then we went to the movies. It was a fun date. Like it was fun. It, again, I I don't date often, so it was a new experience for me. And you know, obviously Eldridge is a nice guy, so I felt comfortable and I felt safe. And I was just like, okay, you know, I was just taking it all in. Like I had never had this experience before. This is how this should go. This feels comfortable. This feels good. I like it. Let's continue. And we continued. We went to the movies after that.
0: We lost points, though. She did lose points. Why? Cause you didn't want to go see Spider Man.
2: Stop it! I don't blame you. We want
0: to see Spider Man. It's the great Marvel movie. It's
2: just that mm -hmm. I hadn't even been keeping up with the Marvel movies, so it's I don't. We want to see Toy Story at school. Right. Oh, that was worse.
0: right in there. Yeah, you know, they always they don't the younger, you know what I'm uh, like,
1: the i like movies. i like
0: watch like lying king, mm-hmm. Lion king and like in Charlotte's web. So yeah. I I mean, no, Charlotte's yeah, I was web. Yeah. You, you know my mama. Honestly, old. yeah. They <laughs> got that shit on DVD. Like that movie on Yeah, they on got VH. it on shit. Netflix. It, it, I saw it out nice.
1: there. But you know what? See, that is that is why women should to me relax their stance a little bit on on the what the meaning of dating is and get that experience mm-hmm. like what she had that's what dating is supposed to be
0: i agree mm-hmm. but let's keep the story going what else why didn't we work out on air she called me one day while we were talking one thing i do like about jazz because like i'm such a people's person like i like the facetime like most people hate when you Facetime them because like, oh, I gotta get my makeup on. Like, Jazz actually pick up and Facetime, so, <laughs> we, so we like we Facetime. We don't even talk. We Facetime, and um, this time, you know, you did do it on Facetime. We were talking, Randall, because what happened was, I was asking them to go out, and she just wasn't like as available as much. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm busy. Or this happening. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like. And y'all know I'm already a busy person, so if I'm actually trying to come out like I'm feeling you on a certain level, you know what I'm saying? So, um, like you killing me, Smalls over there. Yeah. <laughs> you killing, you killing, you, the noise, you keep you killing. So, um, so uh, she was like, "Yo, Eldridge, this is where she hurt my feelings." And I think that's a phrase that men don't get to openly say. Like you hurt my feelings. Like it happened to me all the time but we don't say it because society don't let us say it like that.
1: No, I think you choose not no. to do it because no. you don't
0: no. I'm, no. About no. A, I'm about to I'm about to Let no. me tell you, let me tell you Go ahead and If finish if, and if you a nigga myself. run around talking about you hurt my feelings every time you hurt his feelings that nigga going to be soft. That nigga going to be like too emotional. It, I'm t- look, maybe not from whatever generation you coming from, but I'm talk I'm telling for real. If a man I always running around, oh yeah, you hurt my feelings, you hurt my feelings. That shit not gonna come over well. So okay, it's well, I'm
1: gonna let believe. you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I think it's all in the way you communicate it because I think that is, is why, that, little, you that is why, why. You just don't
0: say hurt my feelings.
1: No, because I think that is why so many men find themselves in <laughs> cheating situations because they're not being authentic. They, they keep trying to find a woman that they can authentically be with and they just need to realize at some point you have to be willing to to be authentic causes you to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And most men do not want to be in a vulnerable position because they feel like that gives you a tool against them, mm-hmm. which it does. It does. R- which it does, which is the same vulnerability women we're find themselves in. y'all
0: built different. Yeah. Though. No, we're nah, not. Y'all no, built well different. Well, then
1: tell me why that when women walk out of a relationship and completely fall apart, and, and some women never bounce back from it, whereas men are able to do it much more effectively
0: see that's the thing it looks different yes it men, do look well, different. It looks different but men don't bounce back well
1: man i'm not saying that Men's, you bounce back well but i am saying your ability no. to function men to are very right. logical right. and if a even man, if it's fake just because, <laughs> just <laughs> because, <laughs> you're, just yeah.
0: because you're functioning mm-hmm. doesn't you're mean that your you're well land, does exactly. not mean you well so there's a lot of men mentally emotionally fucked up mm-hmm. Correct. And they're operating in other relationships mentally and emotionally fucked up because society says we bounce back well and because we are forced to have this image of, like, it's cool, like, I'm good, I'm going to move forward. It ain't always that easy for me. And then agree. also, too, also too, also too, too, there's also a difference in uh, social uh, peer support that you have. When a woman uh, gets her heart broken and she falls apart, there are women around there are social groups around whether they real or fake they're symbolic or they're actually real women it's like oh we love you Mm -hmm. men don't really not it ain't too many real men circle that's why what i'm doing with the black man lab is so profound and why 150 black men show up every Monday because men don't have a vulnerable space for other men to say, bro, I'm fucked up. But like,
2: y'all have always had that power to mm-hmm. do so. You're just now choosing to accept exactly. that power. Look, You've always had the, the power to be w- I would to give you that. We, to no I would to say my feelings are hurt. You just never did it because you thought he was you too listened to about outside sources when you should have been listening to yourself and your intuition. I will give mm-hmm.
0: you, we, we have had the power to organize as men and create our own space, but it hasn't always been readily available because a lot of men didn't, a lot of men just didn't know how to do that.
5: That's and it. a lot of times,
0: <laughs> a lot of times yeah. it is emotionally like when you do get become vulnerable and you do that, that stuff is used again. You don't seen it in multiple of my relationships, man.
1: Well, I I am not telling you, men, how, why, how do you think that is a human nature mm-hmm. for per- people to manipulate a vulnerability? Mm-hmm. How do you think? What do you think is happening when you see a, a man who gets to know the character of a woman, he, he gets to recognize the character of a woman, and then he knows exactly what he can do to get by with it. That is a man who has learned to manipulate the vulnerability of a woman. But at some point, whether it's a man or a woman, if you're going to be adults and relationships are for grown people, if you're going to be an adult, you're going to have to get rid of societal norms. You're going to get have to forget what your mama said, forget about what you think Jesus meant, and you're going to have to come to a relationship and dictate it by what I want. And if you're not re- willing to do that, whether the society have made a place or not, you know what? You're going to find yourself going through multiple relationships with disappointment, and most of the time, Dictating that that disappointment is being inflicted upon you rather than you accepting responsibility for what you have got yourself into. All
0: right, my mom will hear that shit. All right, Dr. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Jackson. Uh, it's, Dr. Be, it's because
1: it, it's, it's if that very thing. In house, valid. Yeah. <No>. But see, this is this the strength of a grown woman. You, I can recognize I'm in your house, and I will be quiet because that is a decision I made, not something that was fo- forced upon me. And you were
0: submitting. So with that being said, <laughs> Dr. Uh, Dr. Jackson, You say <laughs> your feelings were hurt. I'm coming back to I, I'm like I'm gonna come, I'm coming back to you, Dr. Jackson. So real fast to finish it, my feelings were hurt. So I'm talking to her, and she was like, "Yo, Eldridge, yeah, I'm kind of talking to somebody right now," and it wasn't like we're all talking to somebody right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's normal. We're dating. We ain't in no relationship. But she said it in a way of, nah, this is like more than that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't really have time. And I was like, huh. So uh-huh. you
1: was offended because you wasn't selected. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Which. Who do that shit? Well, that's funny. Yeah. I'm a gentleman. Well, let me I say. <laughs>
0: She ain't been on a date in five years. (laughs) Nigga, take her on a date and then the nigga she choose. So I'm like, so this is how I found out. This is how she got on the podcast. So she picked this nigga. So after that, you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm cool. I'm cool. I ain't about to, I'm not no longer about to be the aggressor because at the end date, nah, bro. I know I brought straight A game and you can't, it's a difference between not being selected and someone not being able to understand what they, when they really winning. Okay,
1: she, so yeah. let me, let, so I'm gonna ma- let hold her on, hold address Hold on, mama, it. mama, mama, on. mama, mama. No, you be no, gone okay. I ain't
0: finished. Get, all right, so look, ahead. so then, <laughs> I randomly hit her up the other day and I was like, hey man, let's hang out, let's go to lunch. And for the, like, and she said yes, and we just kept talking, but then I thought about it, I was like, she ain't said yes that fast in a long time. So I was like, what's up with your little boyfriend? And then she says, "You could tell me. I <laughs> will let you say it."
2: <laughs> I really don't even remember what I said. That it was just no longer a thing. You're
0: like, "Yeah, he used me <laughs> for a meal and sex." <laughs> so not only did she not choose me, she she chose a broke nigga over me. Next Come on, uh, defend defend yourself.
3: <laughs>
2: Stop. So first
0: of all, now you're exposing that you only brought me on this podcast to call me out. I did. I, no told I, so told you you. I told you that. I told you I you to drag me in front of everybody you, know I told I I told yes, you I told you. I told you you were know brought what? on your podcast but for that. But listen, this is where... Mama, really, I want her to nah, talk. I'm, gonna, nah, I I'm her coaching her uh, with nah, her thing. Cut her mic. Jasmine. Cut her mic. Your mic is cut. All right. Jasmine talk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen. so listen. Listen, and I even said
2: this to Elvis as well. First of all, this whole summer, like I was just kind of healing from a heartbreak. I got my feelings real, real hurt from a man that I really, really liked and it just didn't work out, right? Um, And now when I met Eldridge, I said that the first day, I was like, honestly, I'm just feeling tender because my feelings are still hurt from a situation that I was dealing with.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Same energy. I only met this other dude a week in between that. And I said to Eldridge and to all my other friends, as soon as I started, you know, messing with this dude, I am repeating an unhealthy behavior pattern. I see it already. I knew what I was doing, and I continued to do it, and it ended just as quickly as it started. El just came back, hit me up, he was like, you wanna go out? And I was like, sure. I mean, I'm pretty open, I'm pretty transparent, I don't mind having this conversation, but that's where I was at. I didn't feel, and even at the time, you know, I did have sex relations with that man. I didn't want to. And, you know, serious conversation aside, that wasn't the first time where I have been in a situation where I end up having sex that I really did not want to do. And I wasn't listening to myself. I wasn't, you know, I was a little disempowered. I wasn't asserting my boundaries. And I did something I didn't have any business doing. And I wasn't even hurt after that situation, really, because, again, I identified that I was making a poor decision by choosing somebody who was unavailable and, you know, kind of pushing someone who was very available to the side i knew i knew that i had no business and that was just the result of it and so now here we are
0: is this your apology yeah, no i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I your love, it was not my intention thank you <laughs> now i will take you out again
1: <laughs> and i absolutely don't think you owe him an I was apology about to say, what are you because <laughs> first of all i don't you bring were our women up. Him. <laughs> right. you were dating him and there should be no expectation from him or you that there is anything old other than respect and authentic authenticity. Mm-hmm. That's all. So it's just like now I'm a single woman, but I'm in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely expectation mm-hmm. that is minimum that should be met. It is an expectation that I'm not taking numbers. Mm-hmm. It's an expectation that if I go out to dinner with somebody, it would have uh, the nature that would be professional mm-hmm. and not personal those are our expectations that are reasonable what is not reasonable is that i owe you anything financially mm-hmm. and that you owe me anything financially so or that i owe him some yams right Dang. So in, Yams. In this, yeah, and this thing Don't about... Don't trying
0: to She just trying to dress me. Now <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I want to hear the doctor's opinion because she's been inquiring. Yeah, but Doctor let me bitch. make
1: this final, final <laughs> this point. This yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, but let me make this final point. And I think women needs to reevaluate how you put uh, emphasis on your sexual life. Because whether you choose to have sex with a man the first day you meet him or you do it down the road, it's your business and it's your life. But what I do think you need to take ownership for, you should know that there at this point, for me, particularly women of my age, you're still young and you're learning things, doesn't mean that you're not mature, but it it absolutely should be some distance between, my position in life and yours mm-hmm. uh, i met 50 and you're 27 but when you sleep with a man most men at the beginning when there's no investment on his part there's going to be very little emotional input he can give into you mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if it ends tomorrow you just need to say i had a good time mm-hmm. And it really should just be a chapter that you looked at and said, ah, oh, you know what, some parts right. of it were not all that good. Right. But overall, it was a decision I made for me at the time. Mm-hmm. And now, this day, is not the best for me, and I'm moving on. coming
0: mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, from the right. person with the least amount of dating experience in the world. Well, let okay. me tell you Keep something. Going. Your Keep mama been real
1: <laughs> busy. After 30 years of marriage. And that is why this is the yeah. first right. relationship. Don't let, don't let no. not
0: jump over the table. No. Right? no. And that
1: is why like you just I, had, yeah, I had three years of just going out, meeting gentlemen, having a great time limiting what they will financially invest in me. Mm-hmm. Very clearly because men think money gives them a foothold mm-hmm. into other areas of my life. And at this point, I don't need your money. I need a man that has insight mm-hmm. and input in an emotional and spiritual way. So my dating um,
0: regimen- So you go Dutch on dates?
1: I No, I don't just go Dutch. Sometimes I handle the whole date.
3: Right. Mm. Mm.
1: And have absolutely no problem with it because I'm setting a stage of what you are getting. If I should decide to choose you and you decide to choose me. So that's why I don't have to deal with a lot of bullshit that women are dealing with, because I've already sorted through a lot of that before I chose you.
0: So, all right, Dr. Jackson, mm-hmm. you have been quiet.
1: You know what I mean? We need more
6: men to stand up and, and lead the way. Mm-hmm. Most women are trying to be the leader. That's mm-hmm. why you can't find a man. You can't be the king in the house. <laughs> Fall back and be the queen and let your man lead,
0: lead the way. So I salute you for that. What does that mean? You can't be a leader because a lot of women look at it like, no, you know, I can lead in my household. I can do this in my household. What does that that's mean?
6: That's not how it's supposed to be, and that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we could talk. We can go real deep on that. And I might need. I don't need to start that, but it's a generational curse. And
3: mm-hmm.
6: how society have placed our men
3: mm-hmm.
6: and women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider and so then now you are so bad, you so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come, you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man. I was finna say, right. man. say, man. Mm-hmm. Can we be equal? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, see, at, at the end of the day, I'm the neck, my man's the head. So he can't make any moves without his wife, you know what I mean? It mm-hmm. all works together, but you can't be the head of the house. You've got to let the man be the head of the house.
0: So you think women have to, to fall back a little for their man, is that what you think?
6: You have to learn how to submit. You can still be a queen. Queen plays a part. The the king needs his queen. Mm-hmm. It's certain things that he can't see that we see. Some people would say the queen is the most valuable uh, piece on the board. It Come is. on, anybody play chess? It is, yeah. You play, Okay. My husband teaches me like how the to queen play moves. chess. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's we work together, but mm-hmm. the queen has to all has to sit back and allow her king to be the king.
0: Um, what do you <laughs> think about uh, what do you think about the situation? with Fantasia. Did you hear Mm -hmm. her comments? I did. Yeah, How do you feel about that? I
5: think it depends on the relationship that you're in. She mentioned something from a biblical standpoint and she also mentioned marriage. And so I think right now we have a lot of relationships again like I mentioned being a wife to a boyfriend. We do that. You know, you and going back to your, your previous situation of you do not owe your heart to anybody who hasn't earned it.
0: What and does that so, mean, a wife to a boyfriend? What does that mean?
5: All them little wifely duties that we typically is a take over. What are wifely versus the
0: husband duties?
5: So domestically, you are cooking, you're cleaning, you are you're expected, or you set the expectation that you will be doing his laundry, or you will be cooking his meals, and greeting him at the door and making sure that you take over financial responsibilities. You have sex on cue regardless of how you feel that day. You are literally taking over as if you have signed some kind of contract to be this person's wife. And in a traditional sense, right? Because it doesn't mean that even if you get married, that's what you have to do. But traditionally, there are certain tasks that people assume happen when you are just a boyfriend, but you haven't really earned any kind of appreciation right there. So how do you
0: earn, like, how do you earn like, if you just like to cook you like to cook like i'm 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 a type if i date a girl you know i wash cars i change oil i fill up gas tank i I mean i do all that but like that ain't necessarily something you earn it's just i want to do it so that's your intent though is that making me a husband being a boyfriend like
2: it depends i never
0: understood when people say being a a wife to a boyfriend. I never understood.
5: Y'all are a little bit different when it comes to that space because women just do that naturally in all relationships. Men have to get to a certain point where they start taking over certain roles. And so changing somebody's, you know, oil or taking out the trash. I mean, those are just duties that you're doing. For yourself. Doing it for me, you could just feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this because I want to be seen a certain way. So your intent depends on why you're doing it. If I'm choosing to do something because I'm trying to impress you, I'm trying to win you over, I'm trying to make sure you pick me, I'm doing it with that intent in mind. And I really am not doing it because I like to cook. I'm not doing it because I like my house clean. I'm trying to impress you. I'm coming over to your crib and cleaning up your stuff too and I'm making sure that I'm taking over this idea of being this woman that I'm doing it just so that you pick me, not because these are things that I wanna do or these these are things that you're doing when you pick me. This is what you get. Like I do pay for dates too. I pay for gifts. I don't mind that because that's the set, that's the tone I'm setting for the kind of person that I already am. So I'm gonna be fine whether or not we together or not. But if I'm sitting up here doing a certain level of duties because I wanna impress you and then I'm mad that you don't pick me, I still have to meet the rule until I'm the exception.
0: Well, I think I don't think he had a right to be mad. Like if you do all of this stuff for somebody, like you date and you you court I mean whatever, whatever the thing you did, cook, clean and he don't choose you. I don't believe you can get mad. Just like a man can't get mad if you right. don't Correct. choose right.
5: Choose you, right. You know what I'm saying? But if, if in your mind you set that tone as if I'm going to have the right kind of sex. I'm going to wait around. I know that he might be dating somebody else. He might not like me. And then if he doesn't choose me and I get mad, your own personal decision to do all of that is what gets you in trouble.
0: Yeah, I just think when you say stuff like being a wife to a boyfriend, it just, it's, it's what I've seen it translate to. Like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm just showing up and I'm just, it just is what it is. But I'm I'm just saying, I'm I'm seeing it translate. Like, I've I've dated more women than all of y'all. So, like, I'm seeing it translated into that. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think when you say that, it's just gotta be clear. No, it's okay. If you if you like to cook, yes. cook for this I man. Like there's nothing yes. wrong with that. If you like to clean, clean for this man. If that's what you want to do, do it. But right. that doesn't mean he owes you anything Correct. vice versa. Correct. And I don't think I don't think I think that is clearly defined on the sense of if men spend money, because men do that a lot, they spend money. They do a lot of things for you. And then, like you said, it brings entitlement. Mm -hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And then it's like, oh, you're not entitled to do none of that. Like, you don't, I don't owe you nothing for doing this. I agree with y'all on that. But on the other hand, I have seen women cook, clean, do all these things. And when the man just move on, go to the next thing, he he wrong, he a dog. Like because he wasn't like because he didn't choose you and you did all of this. So like I, there's a different I think, a I think there's, there's a double standard. I
5: think half half of that comes from what is it that you're doing to make sure that you know that you're not reading into something that's not there. Right. Are you clear about what this person wants? I think a lot of the time that comes from friends with benefit situations, situationships, things that are not committed. As you know, mama mentioned, like I'm single. And I'm single, right? So I don't even speak for me. I am totally single, but I have chosen to cut off anything that could tempt my relationship from what it is. I am committed. I am choosing monogamy. That is the agreement that I have set in my relationship. And so if I were to do things for this man and then go above and beyond because that's what I choose to do, and if he chose to be with somebody else... Chances are I could be grooming him for someone. That's just because I don't know. God knows who I'm supposed to be with. But I'm doing those things because that's how I choose to love. That's how I choose to give to this relationship. But if he were to want to be with somebody else, I can be like, what? I'm perfect. I I got a degree. I got a bunch of them. I ain't got no kids. Like, look at me. Well... I might be a cup of tea. That's great, but not for him in the long run. I might have gotten him to a point where we grew to this level, and now my elevation requires that
0: you don't come with me.
1: Is that? But isn't that what dating yeah. is for? Yes, it Filtering. is too.
3: So, right. So,
0: but I. Yes. So, feel, I agree. So, you know, I was writing this book one time talking about remember Love Entrepreneur, right. my book. So I was just writing about this book and comparing the similarities of dating to entrepreneurship uh, owning and starting and establishing your own business and um, we were talking about the dating phase is almost like the hiring phase Yes. and you know you're going through dates or interviews you're going through multiple interviews but like there is a process when you are a employer trying to hire somebody where I have to show you the benefits because you could work anywhere I want you to work here. I got to show you those benefits. And then there's the employee trying to get with the employer. I got to show you my value that I bring to the table. And I think that right there where I see is getting blurred line. Like there is some type you have to show some type of value, something to make this person make, help them make the decision because there's multiple people at the table.
5: But value is not just sex. Value no, I'm not is saying, not I'm just not, food. I'm not saying but say it, right? I know you're not, but society, if we're going to society thought, it is that you have to check off all of these boxes in order to be considered worthy of someone's time when really it's how you value you in the relationship, what you grow or do when you're with each other. There's a certain level of maturity that you have to get to in that space in order to have earned each other, in quotes, right? You're earning each other, and it's not just he need to earn me she need to do something, too. It's it,
0: not and just. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. And typically what she wants to do is what she brings to the table is sex. Like most women, they equate their sex with the value they bro, I'm telling you. But with the value they bring.
1: But ways. I'm going to tell you, bro.
0: Right. Nah, nah, dudes equate their money with the value they bring. Women equate their sex with the value they bring. I,
1: I, I agree. And this right. is why we, it was very important to me when I started to uh, enter the dating arena. I personally felt like I was in a vulnerable place because I was very accustomed to having like a best friend as a companion. So, and and I also was missing just having companionship period. So what I didn't want to do is release myself into a a world of wolves, which I didn't see me in as wolves, but I'm just saying I knew the vulnerability of my person. So, what i i knew the first thing that i could disempower most men was to cut off their ability to financially invest in me so when i met somebody you could not take me to dinner you could not even buy me a drink i would tell you meet me at starbucks and when you get there i would have my own cup of coffee and i stripped that interaction that's down true to- window yeah. yeah, when he met me okay. yeah it when he met me at the club, he was the first guy that I ever allowed to buy me something to what drink. What club y'all meet at? Ellery's the one you t- you introduced mm-hmm. me to. Ellery, <laughs> but you look like an
0: Ellery, boy. <laughs> <player.
1: laughs> no. I had never allowed a guy to walk me to my car, never allowed a guy to um by me. Why you letting them walk into your car? Because anything from a man even when you it, like I'm miss personality. I can just speak to a guy like, "Hey, how you doing?" and you automatically think I'm interested in you. Bro, me is, too, right? mama. Right?
0: That happened to me. But yeah. that
1: is my personality. <laughs> and so when, this is where I we think it, it can help you with no, societal norms. Women know, I don't I don't I don't think I'm speaking for men, but I am just saying as women we know we we start feeling some sense of obligation if a guy takes us to a really nice dinner he buys us something really nice give up if, them yams you're yeah. a good man or, or, so when you feel that and you're in a vulnerable place cut or, off right you yeah. cut it off yeah but this is the thing so many women are not where they need to be financially and the same thing that they are saying about men, they need to apply themselves. If you're not in a financial position to preaching. take care of yourself, now you, you don't need to be in the dating arena. Now you because preaching. now you're borderlining the the, now the you preaching. boundaries of just straight mm-hmm. prostitution.
0: So look, now now you're right. preaching, but guys, it is usually camouflaged with women because society standards. men are typically men are the typical ones that take care of the dates and the dinners and stuff like that. Like, cause I, I did. I told one girl, I was like, "Bro, we could go out. Like, we would be going out all the time. If uh, even when I was dating, I was going out all the time. I was going out all the time. But when you take on the bills and responsibility together, you ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I just feel like you have to. Like, what you're saying, women have to live to the same standard that they live, that they're giving to men, and that's not happening in the dating society. And right.
1: they're flip-flopping, and they're confusing men with what they want.
3: Right, right. And,
1: and this is nothing wrong. It, is, it does not make a woman a gold digger if she wants a man that completely keeps her up but she needs to realize it is certain things you give up as a woman to have that kind of man right. right because if you want a 1950 man that allows you to stay at home and wash dishes and tend to the kids and all of that you need to know those women didn't have a whole lot of voice in the decisions and that is what the girl was trying to tell y'all on power is because uh, the, no cut no her no mic. let now don't cut my mic but let <laughs> me tell you something what she was trying to say is what's the main character's name Ghost. 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 Ghost runs his house like a traditional man. He makes decisions and he expects her to follow, but he's got a working one. Right.
0: And and uh, no, you don't watch the show. Okay, manual. don't, watch the, you don't watch the show. Listen,
1: to my, listen, she, she to, listen to my you don't situation. watch the show. Listen to my okay, listen to my sister. Manual. I just need you to listen to this part. Okay. I'm just listen. Listen to this part. When every time ghosts get into a difficult situation, he comes to Tasha. ain't that's her name? Mm-hmm. He comes to Tasha. he comes to her because she will roll up her seat sleeves and she when she when it comes to street things and this is where a man to lead, you not only got to have the capacity to lead a woman where where she is, but you got to lead her to where you're going without dictation with influence. Right. And she has a difficult place of moving out of a place that is very familiar to her into this clean lifestyle. She don't know that lifestyle and she sees your vulnerability and all she is concerned about is the thing that most women is concerned about is security. Right. So, and that becomes a safe place for her. And that's exactly so, what Fantasia was saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah this so, is what goals, Fantasia AMIs. is what Fantasia need to realize, if you're gonna communicate communicate to a generation of 2019 you got to use a different word you can no, use no, this why, same.
0: why you have to use a different word
1: because manual like right now y'all call ghosting my generation I don't say a man went ghost I just say he left but those words mean something words have tone they have dimensions and they they trigger people from where they are so when you talking to a woman who pays bills, who no doubt have had relationships that now she's raising children independently and you start talking to her about submission, the only thing that you can that word triggers something in her so, that causes her to resist you.
0: So is that something wrong with the word or do she have work she need to do? Like the the word is not a bad word if used right, correctly. I, I believe it's
1: correct. Both. But listen, it's, it's both. both. If 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 fantasia want to use that word and speak concerning her and her husband, it is appropriately said and meant. But when you're gonna say, when you're gonna diagnose what is the situation of women in this this society, you need to not come from a preacher's standpoint and tell us what what is wrong what you need to say is where women could advance themselves is if we chose men that we we can be vulnerable mm-hmm. to and you're saying mm-hmm. the same she thing she said that Okay. No, May she actually no.
2: said she was like, Women need to learn to submit. I disagree. Oh she said women need to learn to submit and it's just like submission actually comes natural right. when you are dating a real leader. Right. And just like you said, um, you know, well Men because of society haven't been vulnerable. They have been honest about their emotions. And it's just like, how can you lead me when you can't lead yourself? Because you're not being honest with yourself. And in a separate um video interview, her her husband actually did speak on his side of the story. And he made valid points. He said, I go out my way to educate myself. I go out my way to educate myself on the things I need to do to properly lead my family. She didn't mention that in the interview, so I think a lot of times when you do say submit guys think okay because i am bringing money or i am bringing something that that i'm just supposed to submit it's just like again i can tell that you're not being authentic with yourself and being true to yourself i cannot trust you to lead me when i tell and when i can see that you're not properly leading yourself you're not being honest like
0: i'm not saying it ain't men out there like that i'm just saying to say we have to use a different word there's words that trigger men that y'all want to hold on to, but we like we look at it completely different. So,
1: I, I totally word? agree. I'll yeah. give you a perfect example. I think when women say things like um, what is a trigger to men is, is, is that I don't need no man. Okay, that is a trigger to men because, first of all, now, like you say, most men aren't going to say anything. They'll look at you and may not even show a, a whole lot of emotional um, um You know expressions but that that is very insulting for a man to hear a woman say i don't need you and he's standing there so then what are you doing and you when you're living in a society now where you got women who are bisexual which is totally okay if that's what they want to do for women who may want to be um heterosexual but then you men recognize as they go through certain phases of their life, they're looking for somebody who's a ride or die. Right. And then you don't, you don't even have um, enough maturity about yourself to say that um, you need to delicately, delicately say things even if they have a harsh meaning. You need to apply yourself so, as a woman to be able to say those things where they can be received.
0: So what, what word would y'all like to hear other than submit? I don't,
2: I don't have a problem with anything wrong problem. with the submission. I, I think it's just, listen. it's not, it's just what everyone not that, Everyone yeah. just has different views of what we submission is. We literally just listen. said we are going to remove the word. Okay, yeah, Manuel. we did that? not say
1: yeah. that. I said when Fantasia is going to make a statement concerning other women, what we need to do is submit. You don't, first of all, you got to look at your place of position when you make those kind of statements. Fantasia is a young woman, and, and not to throw shade on her in any kind of way because I was a teenage mother, but she was a teenage mother. She has shown herself to have challenges in choosing suitable suits. You know, because she just got, uh, before her marriage, she got out of a relationship with a married man who was separated that got messy. And now you haven't even got five years into a marriage, and you're giving advice to women what we should do that you, you're you not being wise that you you don't have the influence to tell women across the world what they need to do is submit. So if she would have said the so same So who could have
0: said that? Who could have said that and y'all wouldn't have complained? I, let
1: me tell you something. First of all, I don't think any woman has the position or influence in your life, including Michelle Obama, to tell another woman what so, you need to do with your man. What she can do is say, I want to encourage you to consider to support your man in a way of submitting to his ideas. You can say things in a way that does not trigger, and you're doing it to black women. So
0: my question, ladies, one at a time, how do you encourage, how do you support your man, like whatever you just said? How do y'all submit And see them.
1: And I would say this, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to fall on deaf ears because until you can even handle what I just said to you, there's no need of me going further into this paragraph.
0: No, I'm just saying, I'm going to ask the question, because we're going around the table, how do y'all do it? We're talking now. I'm not telling y'all to talk to women, tell them what to do. I'm just saying we just clearly articulated how it should have been done. So if Fantasia would have got on there and said, y'all this is what I'm doing to my husband and this is what's working it would have been received a little bit better Correct. so I just asked y'all to do the same thing okay I got you nigga. thank you all right you're welcome you're nigga <laughs> Can <I say> that?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine, you wanna go um well again I've never been in a relationship so I think I think submission for each woman and each man in each relationship is different like based off even with the wife duties and the girlfriend duties like everyone has a different contract we all have different needs so it really just depends on you know what vulnerable conversations we have he's like you know where he feels like he has faults well if i have strength and strength in that area then i'm going to help you i'm naturally a giver i like to help people i like to do what i can and that's anybody not just with men but with women it don't even have to be an intimate relationship i want to see everyone do well so for me submission i think comes naturally when i feel that i'm supported in the same way when you know I don't have to ask you to do something that you're receptive, you can see, maybe I might need some help somewhere, or I might need something, but I didn't really openly ask, but you did it anyway. and I'm like, okay, well, he's paying attention, he's attentive, and that makes me want to do a little something, something for him.
0: Is your love language acts of service? What is your love language? Acts of service. Yes, What's your other one? uh
2: Acts of service. I think it was words of affirmation.
0: Yeah, that's my. Those that my two. Acts of service, words of affirmation. So what about you, Polly? My,
1: my, my idea of supporting a man is um, I listen. When when I come into the contact of any man, I, I do use that process of thinking like you were just saying about dating um, uh, like a business. Uh, if I walked into a company, I would get some kind of familiarity with the company and see where my skill set best fit mm-hmm. at 50 I, I feel like I am uh, equipped in a way that a lot of women may not be equipped because I've, uh, I've crossed a, a great span of, of, of aspects of my life in a short period of time. So when I'm entering into a man's life, like um, right now, when I entered into Wendell's life, um, I could clearly see he, he was a man that didn't need me financially um he has a great relationship with his son he has a great relationship with his ex-wives he uh, because he was married and divorced twice he has a great repertoire of friends so as a woman when I made a commitment to commit to him at this Point in time in my life I see things that um, when I walk around his house and I see things that he has a desire to do I'm very gifted in that way economically and business wise because I used to be a houses so I don't step over and do them I have conversation with him concerning them and then I encourage and support whatever his decisions are that is the way I support but at the same time It is giving the same vibes of what it would be to submit. Because when he says certain things, would you do this and that? I'm like, sure. Because I'm already in a position of knowing what I can support.
0: What are your love languages?
1: At this point in my life is quality time and acts of service. That's so. You know.
0: Dr. Jackson.
5: <laughs> well, to start with, love languages—I know you're gonna ask this. It's physical touch is number one. It's off, it's off the charts, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then it's words of affirmation. Uh, what did Davis? I don't know. If I if I had to think, because yeah, um, he hasn't done the actual, but if I had to think. Um, I know his are acts of service. That's at the top because and probably quality time. yeah, and, and well, no, that's actually more of what I want from him mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because, and I think that's even a side note. But that's <laughs> a side note to the quality time. I think when people are in the same room, they think that they're spending quality time, right? But you're not bonding in that space. Us both being on our phones in the same room is not quality time. I don't know you. I'm not building with you, right? So that's something else that has our to be addressed. Our energy is but, speaking. Yeah. I need. But I I remember reading um, something about uh, stop pledging allegiance to red flags. Right. And I think going along with submission, if I already enter into a space where I don't trust you, then it's already going to be hard to allow you to lead me. And I know that we as women, I can't speak for all men and I can't even generalize to every woman. But I know as a a good portion of women that I've ever spoken with and myself being one you ignore certain stuff that is clearly a red flag you hope and hold on to something and you just say no enough time he'll be fine and you you get a glimpse of a person from the beginning and then that person never comes back and you spend your entire relationship chasing after where that person went and so you stay 5 10 20 you know 50 years with a person hoping that the same one that you dated is gonna come back, but the true colors come out, you have this person, you're left with this human being. And so at that point, you have to assess the capacity of whether the person you have in front of you is capable of giving you the leadership that you require. Or if you have never even assessed that you need leadership What is it that you need? Are you going off of biblical standpoint? You know, are you saying that it has to be the head because, you know, the Bible says so? Or do you have somebody who is your husband but is leading you to damnation kind of, you know, you have to know for yourself the accountability is there for you. If you know that I'm whole, this is what kind of person I want you have that person, then you trust that person. Trust is the main thing that even gets you leadership. If you don't have trust with this person, you don't trust that they're going to show up. They're not dependable. They're not reliable. They don't service you in security, as you mentioned. There's a whole bunch of different things that have to align for you to even be a leader to me, especially if I'm already a leader. I can't submit my own leadership. And I think a lot of times we think of submission as like giving up your power. And it's not. You're not You're not giving up your power. You're not giving up who you are. You're just taking on a backseat role for certain things. So if I'm better with finances, I just need you to submit that this might be better in my hands. You know, if I'm better at actually communicating with you, then I need for, you know, the submission to happen where I'm the leader in this space and the sex and the emotions and whatever it is. But it's not about giving up your power. And I think a lot of people that got upset, they thought, oh, I'm I'm independent and I don't need anybody for my, you know, and that's not what it is. It's identifying what kind of relationship you want, first of all. That's, again, why you can't generalize it to all women because everybody don't want the same relationship. So whatever your relationship is that you want, whatever the foundation is. And then on top of whatever the foundation is, do you trust this person? Do they even have the capacity for it? Are you in love with the potential? Are you ignoring red flags? Are you in a space where this person is even capable of giving it to you? And do you take on your own accountability to even know whether or not you could be the toxic one? Because I think we point the finger a lot at someone else saying, they're the problem, no, 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 I'm good, I got me together, but if you haven't actually addressed that you were the toxic human being at some point in your life, and you grew from the point of toxicity, you can't even recognize what leadership is. You, you have no idea, because you haven't even led yourself. And then I think a lot of us get into a space where we are searching for something and not recognizing the guy you have so if i want a million dollar ring and i don't have the guy that can give me a million dollars i have to be okay with that from the beginning and not ask him and require certain stuff of him he's not even capable of giving me and if i'm not okay with that i need to not punish him because he's not that guy let me just be honest that i want something
0: um different question this is gonna be a good a good podcast episode for brothers to listen to i believe um, How do y'all want me to approach y'all? I think that right there, like times are changing. Dating is changing, how we do things. But I think the simplest thing of approaching women is getting harder and harder. Like it's like, not necessarily for me. I speak for the voiceless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I'm funny, charming, good looking, long hair, don't care. Um, So I want to know how you want a brother to approach you like because cause a lot of times we go to the club women dancing with their friends they don't want to be approached there a lot of times we in the grocery store she in her switch she don't necessarily want to be approached there like we in line at like where should a man approach you all you can't speak for all women you can only speak for yourself and how i mean keep was with me the other day and i was like <laughs> I seen this sister and I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> My name is Eldridge. like she was like, "Get the fuck out of here, nigga." Like <laughs> like so it's like, "How for the brother, man? Cuz I feel like a lot of time and that's why women are having to be more like you said, identify what you want and not waste time because some brothers unless you give them the direct eye contact come over, rock with me, them niggas just going to chill. So we'll start from the uh, young to the seasoned.
2: Um, I don't think I'm – I don't like to be approaching a club just because most everybody in the club is drinking and drunk and just not in a, a good space of mind. And if I'm out and I'm drinking and I'm dancing, that's just all that I want to do. I don't want to be trying to get to know nobody else's son in that space. But for the most part, I just – I there's no um, – you know particular space that I feel like I have to be in like I said I'm very sociable and I approach a lot of people and because I have personality you know sometimes I'm engaging with men and that's just that you know I just like to get to know people and communicate that doesn't always mean that I want an intimate relationship with you it's just like you have a good vibe you got good energy there's an exchange here that I don't mind but that doesn't necessarily mean that I want an intimate relationship and I think when you are a man and you are approaching women you have to understand um, that just because you approach a woman and that might be your intent that's not everyone else's intention and you can't be offended by it um again i don't think there is any particular space if you come into me i want you to be obviously authentic um and just be real and be yourself either i'm gonna like it or i'm not and you have to be okay to set your ego and your pride aside to be like okay that just wasn't it
5: Okay. yeah i would agree with that <laughs> and i know that <laughs> I don't mind humor. Humor is what I would I take the person who's clumsy and tripped up to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because right. I know it's not rehearsed, you know. Well, hopefully it's not rehearsed. But in all circumstances, it's Dang. typically not. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> because I'm hearing that I'm seeing that it is is natural. And and David did the same thing. He was he was very did humorous. You and
3: David meet? Where David What did you meet?
5: We met at work. We met at work. Well, we were at work and I saw, him, yeah, <laughs> I saw him I saw him um, performing CPI like a crisis prevention um, intervention <laughs> and I saw him doing that and he's he's really good at
0: conversation. If you know David this <laughs> shit is so funny <laughs> hearing <laughs> this shit. <laughs> <God> damn, like, <laughs> I do not consider David somebody that I would call for a crisis <laughs> prevention.
3: He's
5: so good though when it comes to the escalation and i watched that and i think everybody else around had become
0: like we, be, we laugh at david because we don't even believe he does what he does oh, yeah, like yeah. Like, I, would, I, I, like all the friends like when david tell us his job like we don't believe that nigga, yeah. like then he got this fancy ass <laughs> technician name that he say his job is and he'd be like yeah we're be like bro what you do he'd be like well you're not to be watching crazy people I <laughs> feel you know, like but like like it's just funny just knowing David that shit is funny Think it about-
5: is you'd have to see him in, in in some kind of interaction with these people. but when I saw him, everyone else had brushed off this girl and she was just real she was having a moment. she was just having a moment and I watched him talk her down and speak to her and because I've been in verbally abusive, physically abusive like all sorts of situations in my past relationships, I know what it's like to have someone screaming at you and yelling at you and thinking that they're getting through. And to see someone do it differently, he would have been the very first example I had had since you know, I had a boyfriend. And so his a level of communication, this person screaming at him, and he stayed calm. That was something I needed for me because I was like, I can't take somebody screaming at me anymore. Like I've been in that space, it's not healthy. And so I saw that, that immediately got my attention was the way that he spoke. And then being able to talk to him and he was telling me about jamaica and cuba and all these different places he was going and he was like i'm trying something new yeah like he he was just really just communicating with me telling me that he was an independent person by himself and that he was going to bring something to the table and so when he approached me it was very it was very calm so even if it wasn't about him when i'm approached just in general I need for you to read my body language and know whether or not I'm filling you in this space to even say hello. And if you come across. That's so hard. I a mean, it, it, it is. It like is because you're doing a brave. bit of a mind reading, right. you know, kind of thing. But you're also putting the you're putting more pressure on yourself to hear something you want to hear as opposed to me saying I'm good. And or if I have a boyfriend and I say I have a boyfriend you're like oh what that got to do with me oh you can't have friends like I, I, I hate that line because I'm like you walked you all happy? the way over here you walked all the way over here to be my friend you find hey, me attractive we and we supposed to be just, for just friends
0: yes okay. we No half y'all not happy in y'all relationship. They but anyway, that, so that
5: right there is exactly what has us push you away and so if you respect the idea because there are some people hold the door they say you look really nice today and they keep it moving because that was your only intent was just to let me Know that you liked me, and you kept it moving. If you had anything else that ill intent was not expressed to me, so moving forward, I wasn't going to be approached on that. You might have a fantasy in your head, but you didn't. You didn't do that disrespectfully to me, and that's what I like. I want someone who, because I see plenty of attractive people all the time, and I let somebody know, oh, you look really nice, male or female, and I'm just wanting someone to have a conversation. What's going to make it harder for y'all? every single year for dating, for compliments, as you mentioned, we out here, we struggling, is if you don't read that somebody says no. And they may not literally tell you N-O, but their body language is telling you no, their words are telling you no. Yes, of course, some of us want somebody to come across the room, take it, and you know, not ask questions. But then that's where assault comes in. That's where all these other ideas come. So you gotta be real careful with that too. Like Just be able to have a conversation. That will then tell you the kind of woman that you're about to talk to anyway. So if you have to go chase her down, that could be the same kind of female you're going to have in the end. If she's dodging you, curving you, making you work for it, and playing games, mm-hmm. you have to be clear about how you approach her in the first place. That's how it ends, too. <laughs> so.
0: Mama, what about you? We're about to wrap it up. I know you got to go.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I I'm. I mean, that's the advantage of being the manager sometimes <laughs> yeah, manager. <laughs> but, but, but you know what but this is the way i i, I do think as a woman you just, when they looked
0: like he came up to you like what's up young girl <laughs> no no it was
1: actually the other way around he was sitting at the bar looking cool like he is now and i one of the favorite songs i like came on and i was like i had never met him at all and hadn't even spoke to him and i said hey I said, come and dance with me. And he said, you know what, I would, but I'm a little intoxicated on this one, you know. And I said, I said, that's okay, I said, I'll, I'll see you later. And I said, but I see another gentleman out here, I'm gonna go grab him. I grabbed him, I danced, and the guy that I was dancing with uh, was totally getting into me and I wasn't interested. And so I used that moment to walk back over to Wendell and begin to engage into a conversation that it made the other guy think, oh, she came with him. And he was so, uh, and this is what, what got me with him. He was so perceptive of how to inject himself in that situation and make it work for me that I was like, whoa, this is something that look
0: at that nigga
3: face it gave, how it it, it
0: gave
1: oh, him
3: sorry. it gave him
1: um a wedge in, yeah. in my dating life to go whoa because out of all and I will tell you I have had a great time um dating um before I got into this committed relationship because I feel like my experiences were good because I am very good at tastefully setting boundaries and living within them and so whereas i've looked at uh i've i've went out and met different uh gentlemen that just like the young gentleman that you keep saying that i dated and i was embarrassed about my purpose (laughs) for (laughs) jules in my life at that moment he made me laugh and you know he all the time wanted to take me out to dinner he was like why you won't let me just buy you a meal what's up with that like you don't need no man i said absolutely i need a man that's why you're here but i said but what i need you for is your personality and then he was like oh but you don't need my money and i said no it was not to say i don't need your money It's appreciated. It is, <laughs> i said it is because mm. you make me laugh right. and i said are you telling me is more valuable f- for you to spend money on me than to make me happy? And that silenced his insecurity.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's that's what f- before you, that's how he showed his value like, you right. know what I'm saying? Paying that meal and he wasn't used to a woman just accepting him for who he was.
1: Right. And I think that is what what when you when when a guy approaches a woman, he needs to know As clearly, um, and this is where I think guys are awesome and and has an advantage over women, is because guys do have predatorial instinct that they can sit back and wait and they can watch a woman and almost within a few minutes knowing if she's easy, if she's not, if she's tough. So when a man tells me I don't know how to approach a woman, I tell you, that's a man who's lost mm-hmm. because those are God-given gifts you got.
3: Damn.
0: Well, I know my gift. Um, question, <laughs> Mama, mm-hmm. what make you give up the yams? Um. All the means? ladies got to answer this.
1: I'm assuming. <laughs> <is so> embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: so
3: embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed.
1: When I'm, Let me make sure, because you use vocabulary that I'm, I'm not accustomed to. So when you say yams, you mean having a sexual intimate yeah, relationship? Yeah, yeah, Okay. What made me, <laughs> first of all, I just have to be careful because I'm 50, and so some of these languages, That's respect I don't for buy it. into it. Like, yeah, yeah, but I get it. But what made me, and now my position have completely changed. You know how when I raised you all, I believe abstinence, was the way to be and
0: that's why I am still a virgin
4: <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> but, but I'm going to tell you I feel like no I'm I'm not going to sleep with a man that I don't feel like that he actually has the ability to be insightful enough to to catch certain moods that I'm in and be able to minister to me mm-hmm. because that's intimacy to me When a man is very intimate with me, I'll be very sexual with you. But if you're not intimate, and what I mean intimate is not looking me in the face in a uh, secluded area and you talking soft words to me. It means that when I am very poised, but yet on the inside I'm a wreck, and you notice how to take that load away from me without Mm -hmm. telling me what you're doing. I know that and when a man can do that for me then i will offer myself unto him because i'm taking you into a place that's very intimate and just not any guy is going to get that that for women who don't understand that i think masturbation is the best thing for you right
0: oh Fully so straight. you agree with masturbation
1: i do I do. But when
0: I go to younger, you didn't.
1: Oh, because you, when should you judge were me. Younger, baby, I was in a totally different place and I was in a very place of comfort. I was married. I didn't know what it was to be single. You
0: should judge me when I was looking at asian.com.
1: Right. Now, and I know most religious people do not believe in that as well. So, and most most uh religious leaders have told me, you know, uh he that findeth a good wife Find it a good thing. And I say I don't disagree with that. I just say if you're a wise woman, you'll know how to position yourself so you can be found.
0: Nice. So what make you give up the yams?
5: A lot of that. Uh, intimacy is huge. We will not. Have any, we won't even kiss if I feel as though we are not connected and well, I cannot sh- like. All right, we
0: got, we can't act like every time we gave up the games it was on something. You talking internet. about right now? <laughs> <was, I'm>
1: <laughs> you talking about current? <laughs> you mean current, not yeah, as about, seasoned women right. who know what you want? Because how yeah. you know what this is one thing, uh, and I'm not trying to cut you You're off, good. but, but you this are. is one thing that I I tried to in in just being very authentic. Um when my marriage ended my marriage did not end for the symptoms that was in my marriage it ended because i no longer was going to fulfill wife duties to you and therefore i divorced you it it, it even though your infidelity played a role in that it doesn't matter i i loved your father at that time enough i could have rose over the infidelity because i knew at that time he was not attached to the thing he was doing. He was exploring. But where he was not mature enough to realize that if you place five, and and this is pretty vulgar, but I think for young women who needs to um, hear certain truths that you're not gonna really get in a religious setting, and you may not even get it with uh, the support of your mother. I'm saying what I would say to my children. If you lie, five vaginas up here, it may feel different to a man because of his psyche, but they look the same. That, that is pretty much the thing when it comes to the physical side of a woman. But when it comes to women and the temptation we're dealt with, there is no one penis that fits the same or looks the same. So when you start talking about just being physical, You need to realize that there are some women that are very physical, but if you're not that kind of woman, you have got to find the intimacy that creates that romance, that whenever he walks in the house, you're not saying, I got a headache.
0: Is the era of casual sex gone?
1: No, not for some women. It can't leave,
5: truly leave. Like People are going to be having casual sex. It's just the attachments now are different, and giving up, well the yams. I can't right. yams. <laughs> literally People eyes have pussy too. I much. guess so. still still answering your question, I think connecting emotionally is going to be something that women as soon as we have sex, your body's making like signing a contract. And you don't realize because you're trying to play by these rules that somebody else has set. You're saying, Oh, it's totally okay. I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything. And it's really challenging for women. I can't say that all women can't do this because even when women operate in a space where they do that, there's still some damage there that allows you to harden those parts because naturally we are giving. We're nurturers. It's really difficult for us to have sex and not like you. We have to actually find something to like about you to engage in sex and keep doing it. So eventually you're going to, just wear on us and we're going to like you. And then if you don't work out,
0: then yeah. we naturally, you That's know, we how, have feelings that, that, get hurt. We see that a lot in high school when the ugly nigga had that fine girl. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he made her laugh the and she was there. not. Yes.
5: And so giving up any kind of sexual content, you, you have to have a mental connection. You have to have emotional connection. For me, anyway, I can't speak for everybody. But for me, I know even if we're in a relationship, you still need to date me. You still are required to show up and check in, even if we get married. You are still on, and me too, I'm still responsible for making sure that we build because if we go a whole week, we haven't checked in, we're not talking, we're not vibing. I'm not gonna wanna sleep with you. It don't matter how good it is, I'm still gonna be in a space where I'm like, I really don't know this man. And I think a lot of people don't process that you're not connected if you're not connecting continuously, I'm not saying we're going to be loving each other all the time. There's going to be times where I don't like you, but I'm going to still love you. But we still need to be tapping into parts of us that grow that even, like the desire to even want to be touched. And you could have sex with my mind way before we're yeah, having actual I sex. And so. I g- think that part's missing.
0: I get that. And I, um, uh, <laughs> that's half the reason why, uh, cool ass jazz is here. Cause, uh, Jazz had admitted on the phone the other day, she was like, yeah, Eldridge, I'm just not sexually attracted to you. And that shit was like Chinese to me. I was like, what you like? <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm amazing. Like, I just, that's just something I ain't heard in my adult life with somebody i pursue. pursued. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. <laughs> She's slow. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm learning. I'm growing. It was the op- It was a growth opportunity. So,
1: you know, and I think those are the most awesome relationships when you choose to be Flat so out, honest. Yeah. You know, because I can't mm-hmm. handle...
0: I, nah, I a lot of men. No, but I,
1: <laughs> I totally get that most men don't have that same level of uh, desire to be vulnerable. But I'm, I'm telling you, like, right now, I feel like that's where I am in the relationship that I'm in. But I'm telling you, um, I do realize it is is a challenge as we go, but I'm just telling you, as soon as we get to that brick wall, and, and I'm just telling you a standard I have for myself as a woman, when I get to the brick wall with a man that he cannot be honest with, where his situation, where we have arrived, you will know mm-hmm. I am already – uh, Presenting my exit strategy because i absolutely refuse to build a future with anybody at this point in my life that does not have
2: authenticity
0: we got you so jazz what make you give up the games
2: um honestly a lot of what they were saying it has to be um you know spiritually emotional you know intellectual like i need to be stimulated on that level first do you want to pray together um, <laughs> goofy. Um, uh, and I think, you know, another reason why Eldridge probably felt some type of way because I had given up my yams to somebody else. Ooh. But. Ooh. And then, Shit. Like recently. Get, and I'm somebody, I, I was yams. a late bloomer. I didn't lose my virginity until like I was 22. Me too. But I. Stop. <laughs> um, but you know before I did that I always said like I don't like casual sex I wasn't connecting with men like that I never really felt like I am a sexual person but when it came to the man that I knew and met I didn't feel like I should have been having sex with them so I didn't and I only really started having sex out of my own insecurity because I felt like as a woman something had it was wrong with me but that was like my own kind of experimental growth phase where I was like right. well what's going on and then after you know a few partners I came back to myself and I was like, no, it wasn't nothing wrong with you, girl. You, that's not what you like. Yeah, and it's right. still not what I like. Um, my most recent lesson with this young man was, like you said, I didn't, I'm still working on setting tasteful boundaries. Right. Um, because I told him even before our last interaction, I was like, I don't really want to, I don't want to have sex. I kind of want to be celibate. I kind of want to be sober because every time we, had hang out, we hung out, like there was liquor involved. I don't really even drink like that. And the few times that we had, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that don't work. Um, right. And so, I, that don't you know, I expressed that to him, and he completely disregarded what I said and right. proceeded to like take my clothes off anyway. And because, again, I wasn't being assertive, I allowed it. You know, I, and I kind of facilitated in the action of just, okay, well, whatever, here we are, this is what it is. And that was like my final lesson And like, no, put your foot down, assert your boundaries, assert your power, you know what type of woman you are, you don't like these kind of interactions, don't do it anymore. This is my woman and I'm gonna get her and, and I'm gonna get her be again. you should be impressed by the percentage. Right, yeah. and it's just like, no, friend, like I'm not feeling it. Yeah. So, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Well, Keep on well,
4: the I, mic. Real quick, right? I mean, because, like, you just hear your experience, right? And I'm sorry you went through that because I don't think that was right. No, I'm saying you learn, but you you express your feeling, right? But it still don't mean it's right. But And not to say that Eldridge was entitled, but when you described the other young man, it sounded like even with the drinking stuff, he needed some type of thing to get you to that point. Point as far as inebriated, right? Whereas l just took you on a nice, like I mean, even the date, even the ambiance, like the whole situation, right? And it's not an entitlement thing, but as a dude, when you go, when you hear that kind of stuff, right? Because guys play both sides, right? Guys will be the l just type, take you on a nice date. Some guys will be the other type and say you don't drink. A guy he has both in him, and it seems as if. If I were to take you just to the crib for some drinks, i get yams. If I take you on a nice date and, I mean, take you, I mean, um, yeah, i trying to really connect with you with no inebriation, I get no yams. And not to say it's all about the yams, but because... Yams because yams are a
0: good part of the meal. Yeah,
4: well, because we know how intimate it is for women. Like, we know a woman has to like you to do those type of things. I mean, it has to be some type of connection. So how do we or how do you, how how do y'all reconcile with that like not to say elders was entitled, but why what makes it different like what makes it to where hes, he's
0: Jazz, and then I got last question yeah. so we can wrap up,
2: so like I said in the beginning. <laughs> I had identified already that I was making a poor decision by chasing somebody, cause that was my history of constantly chasing men who just were not that available. Cause I was just trying to see what's going on. Like, how you not into me? You know, like it's me, like, what's up, open up. Like, I'm, I'm pretty open. Like, why aren't you, what's going, there's more that I want to know. But Eldridge there, he was, it was already there. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but that was my issue. Like that was my flaw, Like I, I was making poor decisions. And I said that in the beginning and I said that in the end. So, again, it's also about the, the, the emotional maturity of the women that you're pursuing. Like, I made a poor decision, you know, and I learned my lesson again you know, it was a repeated, you know, lesson that I had already learned and I did it again because again, just during the summer I, I was still in a healing phase right. from, you know, a whole other situation, which is a conversation I had with Eldridge on our first date. Right. And he was respectful of that. Right. Um th- there really is no what makes a man da da That that was me. that was not him at all. That just was and me. I,
0: and I said it like Jazz was just a really cool ass person. You know what I'm saying? Like literally Going home without the yams wasn't an issue. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. Like, we just, kid- I, I remember calling you when I was hanging out with your ass in the beginning. I was like, she was just cool. So, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just like the authenticity of our friendship and what we have. um But, ladies, this has been good. I really do feel like y'all dropped a lot of gems all across the board on this episode. Uh, on the way out, do me a favor just give your last word to ladies that's dating in 2019 um ladies and the men give me both sides what do you want to say to the ladies about dating in 2019 what do you want to say to the men uh, about 2019 and uh and i keep saying 2019 in this climate where we at because we're just now closing out our hot boy hot girl summer we're going into (laughs) we're going into what we call cuffing season right now about to see if you're gonna get drafted if you don't get drafted in <laughs> september october gonna be a cold winter you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying?
3: you know what i'm saying so
0: like give some dating advice to the people and then also tell people how they can follow you and stay connected to you we'll start with uh um, season to the youngest
1: okay i'm gonna be quick with this first of all ladies and men we need to at least set some foundational things, and know that relationships are for grown folks. Grown folks recognize there is no grown person that don't have baggage. You, what you want to do is make sure that that person knows how to sort their baggage quite well and articulate it. So you need to be clear what you want and, and take responsibility for who you choose to allow to enter into your life and do not allow yourself to become a victim to the process. You, you set the boundaries. You, um, you've chosen a person that you feel like is, is meeting some level of what you think is priority in your life. So through the process, if you begin to see that the character of this person do not meet what you're looking for nicely, with meditation and maturity and some calculation know how to exit as well as you entered it and just keep it moving.
5: I don't believe uh, that you're obligated to stay as you mentioned I think that the rules have changed for both men and women and being forced to be in a position uh, to stay we could just take that off the table but I know um, I challenge everybody to figure out whether or not you would date yourself. And if you actually put out an ad on yourself, what would you put in it? You know, would you pick up that ad? Would you actually want to be a part of whatever it is that you say you can bring to the table? The answer is no, you need some healing. Right. And I would definitely strive to become whole before you enter into a situation because broken attracts broken. Um, A lot of times we get into situations and there's a recycle uh, pattern of uh, negativity. There's a bunch of different things that you're drawing into yourself because there's things you're trying to rewrite. There's a narrative that you're trying to redo and you pull in damage subconsciously to try and heal those parts that hurt rather than going through them and filtering out the things that actually could be better. And so I challenge everybody before you move forward in the current relationship that you're in or into a brand new one to figure out whether or not you're whole and how much of yourself are you giving to that relationship because it doesn't need to be 50-50 all the time. You can't give up half of who you are. You still have to be two holes in the relationship so codependency doesn't check in. Um, Being able to submit you know, fearlessly um, with the idea that if I'm with this person, vulnerabilities happen, and if I don't trust myself to even submit parts of me, not all of you, but parts of me, then you might not be with the right person. So I would definitely do the healing, do the wholeness work. Um, if you need me, <laughs> then you can find me. Uh, my website, Sheer, so S-H-E-E-R-L-L-C.com. Um, I'm on Instagram at Sinclair James. I do follow back, and that's Sinclair James. like living single because we have very similar personalities, so S-Y-N-C-L-A-I-R-E, James. And uh, I'm available to make sure that I can help you with your healing journey because I've already done it, and it's a continuous journey to stay whole, especially when another person comes in the picture. So
2: um, I would, again, agree with both of them, especially – um, doctor here, and um, when she was talking about the healing and the whole journey, I think it's important. Also, and I had the privilege over the last few years of spending a lot of time with myself. And really sitting in solitude and not even you know i wasn't dating because i felt like there was things that i need to work on and you know i there was healing i need to do i think both men and women need to just spend time with themselves to really listen what is it that i need where am i lacking where what are my triggers where you know where are my voids and how do i fill them within myself before i continue to move forward um and again with my experiences over the summer it was i was kind of coming out of a phase where i thought that i had done enough work but then I realized that I didn't because I was still making poor decisions, so now I got to go back to the drawing board to figure out, okay, well, how did you get here? And I think again, before we continue to date, we need to spend a lot of time with ourselves so that we're not you know again attracting dysfunctional people um or hurting other people in our dysfunction.
0: Nice, nice, wow. Again, I thank both all of y'all for coming, especially my mama, man. You know, my mom always dropping some gems. You know, we talk a lot. Uh, and I appreciate you, love. David, good call. You're right. You're right. Give it to you, David. And last but not least, cool ass jazz. Yes. <laughs> cool ass jazz. Thank you so much for coming on. And my advice to everybody out there too, the ladies, it's okay to identify what you want and yes. not waste time. And pay for dates. Yes. Yeah. To the fellas. Exactly. Just because you pay for the date don't mean you get the yam. <laughs> <Absolutely. laughs> That's my advice.
3: That's
0: it. <laughs> <But okay. laughs> so uh with that being said, thank y'all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. As always, please share, rate, and review and look forward to next Tuesday. I got something up my
4: sleeve. yeah, you got yams, <laughs> you got yams, you got you got yams, you got yams, got Yams got yams, yeah, yams,